1984, pastors Jean and Sue started Faith Christian Center in a hotel ballroom. But for the past 36 years, they have taught people how to practically apply the Bible to their everyday lives. Over the years, God has blessed us and the church has grown. Faith Christian Center is now located on a beautiful 73-acre campus in the heart of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. We believe the best is yet to come. Today's message will encourage you, inspire you, and teach you how to experience God's best in every area of your life. Well, what a beautiful, beautiful group of women. Beautiful group to have here. You may be seated. And uh, what a wonderful opportunity we have tonight to uh, gather together, just enjoy some female fellowship and enjoy the Word of God. I felt like we um, listened to the message already and the songs that we sang this evening. We're going to be talking tonight about choose joy, how we choose joy, and it's something we can do every day. And certainly, in this year of 2020, what a perfect opportunity we had basically all year long just to choose to have the joy of the Lord, to walk in joy, to be a joy spreader instead of a doom and gloom spreader, and to just keep the joy of the Lord in our hearts as we go about our duties. Uh, you know, when you're a mom, when you're a wife, you're a mom, uh, you you have all kinds of duties all the time. Doesn't matter if it's your birthday. So like right now, I know you're missing a great steak dinner with your dad. The men folk all went out to have steak, but here we are. And wouldn't you rather be here? I mean, how, how wonderful is this to have all these ladies sing to you? Happy birthday. So well, I will tell myself, Derek said, what do you want for your birthday this year? I said, I, I don't want a gift. Can I have a date of myself? And he goes, no, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> He goes, you can't have that. He goes, I'll buy you something. <laughs> you can't ask for too much on your birthday. Certainly not when your children are young. But this is, this is our opportunity. Uh, even though it's not New Year's, it's going to be Christmas week coming up. But it's our opportunity to have our last uh, Girl Talk of 2020, of this year. And to do it and to just enjoy the fact that, hey, we made it through 2020. So we made it through 2020. And how many of you can say with me, I made it through 2020 with the joy of the Lord and, and with the blessings of God and with miracles at work in my home and my family and my life. So cause for rejoicing, cause for rejoicing. And, you know, as I've been thinking about meditating upon our topic tonight, how that we choose joy, um, I thought about uh, all kinds of uh, situations that I've gone through the course of my adult life, and I realized something that, you know, all of us in our, in our lives, young, when we're young, when we're middle-aged, when we're older, we have to deal with uh, sometimes people, sometimes situations, sometimes circumstances, sometimes extended family, sometimes people at work, sometimes friends, and we're challenged sometimes to keep the joy of the Lord, to uh, not uh, give tip for tat. You know what that means. You know, you dish it out to me, I'm going to dish it back out to you, and not in a good way. So no, 
uh, we, if we're going to do what the Word says, if we're going to be blessed like the Word says we ought to be blessed, then we've got to find our place in God, find what the Word says about our situation, and then just apply it every day. Because that's where the victory is, that's where the blessing is. And there's a lot of stories I could tell, but I'm, I'm, I, unless the Holy Spirit nudges me stronger later uh, as we're talking, I'm not going to share any right now, but Jessica is going to open with our text. Okay. And uh, I'm ready for you. I'm ready to I hear. I was ready for your story. But yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> Just waiting. <laughs> so, waiting. Yes. Our, pa- our topic for tonight is choose joy. And our passage is Galatians 5, 13 through 26. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. But do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out, or you will be destroyed by each other. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. So that's a strong uh, text for a girl talk in December. But, you know, why do we teach the way we do? It's so that you can love God and have the best that God has for you. And so this is why we have to go over passages like this. We can't just do one verse. We've got to do the whole thing and talk about sin and what not to do in order to walk in this life that God has for us. Exactly. And how do we choose joy? Because, you know, we always like to say our answer, we're going to find our answer in the Word of God. Right. And pastor says about coming to church, your answer's in the services, because that's where, where you should be hearing the Word of God. And so when we go to the Word, we find out how, like, practical it is. Yes. And it tells us how we should be living it tells us how we should be behaving. It tells us how we should talk to one another. It tells us how we should treat other people. And it tells us also how we should be thinking about ourselves as well. So, you know, we can choose joy. Right. And that's what, so point number one, choose joy. The best way to choose joy is to choose daily to live by the spirit instead of the flesh. And so... Um, I think sometimes people think it's easier to live by the flesh or that it feels better, but it's just a lie from the devil. And I think we say this every girl talk that Satan's job is to lie to us, to discourage us, to get us off the narrow path, 
to discourage us. And um, like it says in Matthew 7, 13 through 14, enter through the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. Many enter through it, but small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life and only a few find it. And then also in John 10, 10, the thief comes only, Jesus says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So that's just Satan's game. He's going to lie. And so that's why we need to walk by the spirit and not the flesh. And um, I use this girl verse last time, Proverbs 4.23, it is written, above all else, guard your heart. And that's why we have to guard our heart, that those lies They'll keep coming, but we've got to reject them. But how do we do that? How do we guard our heart? For example, you know, if if someone says something that hurts me, um, wounds me, um, makes me angry, how how do I do that? How do I maintain that joy? How do I choose to have the joy of the Lord? Well, so... um, to live by the Spirit every day, you first have to ha- accept Jesus as your Savior. That's, you know, the basic, yeah, the basis of everything. That's you first got to have Jesus in your heart. Then you have to ask Him to fill you with His Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But then you have to have a daily prayer life, daily Bible reading, and you have to have that relationship with God. Otherwise, how are you going to know it's the Holy Spirit? Right. If you don't know His Word, you don't know His voice you don't know it, then you're just, you're going to be going by the flesh because it's louder. You know, I, I don't know why, but it is way louder. The flesh is louder than the spirit. So sometimes you have to slow down, get yourself quiet and just listen to the Holy Spirit. And that can be hard sometimes, especially if the three-year-old doesn't want to get in her car seat and you're like, get in your car seat. And, uh, and the winter coats, which aren't made to go in car seats, it's so annoying. And you're, you know, I need a little button, like a choose joy button. And it does a praise and worship song or something. Like, be like, yes, buckle. But, you know, it, it's all of those things. It's the prayer life. It's listening, which is, I think, hard in the flesh. Just, you don't want to listen. Well, and what, what helps us uh, to listen to his still small, small voice in our hearts is by staying in the word, being full of the word of God, feeding on the word of God, and so that our mind then is has that word of God. It's like it's quick, it's ready. It, right. You know, you're challenged, somebody says something, and before you can even have a chance to get in the flesh, if you're full of the word of God, it's that word of God that comes and starts to speak to you and speak through you mm-hmm. and guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus, the word says. Right. What are you inputting every day? Is it mostly your phone or is it the word? Like, right. You know, what, what is it? Is it the news? You know, um, Austin was funny. He's like, did you hear this story on the news? Nope. I figure if it's important, you're going to tell me. I'm not reading it. You or your dad's going to text me. I don't know. I'm not reading it. I've stopped reading it. I said, if it's important, I'll find out. You know, so, you know, I've had to just cut certain things out that were, you know, trying to stress Mm -hmm. me out. And Mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, if you're inputting all the word, it's going to come out. But then you also have to think about, you have to like self-analyze how you make decisions. Are you 
is your first thing just to go with what's in your head or is your first thought, let me pray about it, let me get quiet, let me think about it and pray and wait to hear from the Holy Spirit, you know, especially those big decisions. But the little decisions every day are important too because, you know, you need to go to sleep with a piece of God. Right, right. And I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, of course, at my age, it's harder to fall asleep. It takes hours sometimes. And um, that's a good time for me to just to start, you know, praising God, praying, praying for situations or for people that I know about that might be facing a challenge of some kind. And just, you know, thanking the Lord and, and then just, you know, starting to recite scriptures that come to my mind. And just use opportunities like that when you're waking up in the morning, if you're so fortunate to be able to wake up leisurely. Uh, if not, nope. uh, then, you know, time in the car, you know, you can, you can do that, use that time effectively to pray, to praise the Lord, to, uh, you know, now there's all these devices that have like scripture, scripture mm-hmm. songs, and, and just to stay full of the word of God, because that's what, you know, it feeds us. And so just like we feed ourselves physically, we have to feed ourselves spiritually, and mm-hmm. we have to feed ourselves with the word so that, you know, the, the first thing we think of or comes to our mind, our thoughts, and to our heart is not, you know, being wounded or hurt or how, how am I going to, you know, lash back out at this person, mm-hmm. but the word of God mm-hmm. and, and the joy of the Lord that just keeps us bolstered up no matter what. Yes, because it, it comes when you're not prepared and mm-hmm. then you're Sometimes you're like, I'm prepared and nothing happens, you know. (laughs) I'm ready if she gives me a look to be smiling back and nothing happens, you know. So it's got to be constant. And uh, one of the ways I like to, like, exercise being mindful of the Holy Spirit is um, one of the things I pray every or try to every day is, um, Lord, help me be mindful of others. How can I be that light for you? And I think we always think it's going to be some big thing God asks us to do. And it's, it's usually not. And that the, one of my favorite things is to find out like later on, but to someone to say, you know, you encouraged me at the exact moment I needed it. And I, you know, and I can say that was the Holy Spirit. And, you know, we all have those moments where we need it. And it is, it is a great feeling to feel like you were that person for someone else. So that's just one way that, you know, I'm exercising, being mindful of that still small voice and to not just tune it out, which can happen so easily. But, um, but there's just that special peace and joy that comes when you know you've made a decision when you, felt, you followed the spirit and not your flesh. And you're like, even if it might seem like it's not working out, you know that God has your back, that you did what he has planned for you and you're walking on that narrow path but and then then Christina is going to talk about keeping that joy yeah and I like that because you know when we get depleted we get discouraged and as women I feel like all our role is a giver you know we give when we from the very beginning of the day when we wake up and a lot of times what can happen is we fill our minds with 
You know, I've got to do my checklist during the day. I've got to do my checklist to get the kids out the door and in those car seats and then coats off and then coats on and then get everybody into school or just the list of errands you have to do before work, after work, and it's never ending. So when we get depleted, I think we're more likely to live in that flesh, mm -hmm. react in the flesh. Um, there was a day I was just struggling with Emma from eating the breakfast to I bought the wrong kind of jam to her pants didn't fit right to I don't want to wear those panties and they don't match my socks where my new unicorn socks that I've worn for three days. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, you just think, so I just, I said, I said, dear Jesus, please help me today. She goes, are you praying? <laughs> I said, I said, yes, because I'm trying to, to have a calm moment before I respond to you. And she goes, Jesus, help my mom today. <laughs> she needs you. And I said, amen. amen. I need you. Because, <laughs> you know, you just think, I'm about to react out of my flesh. And, you know, I don't want to say something that's out of the flesh. Anger in response to a five-year-old that decided she's just going to wake up and everything was going to be an argument. And you think, you are not 15. You are going to get dressed and get in the car. <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't have this argument yet at five, but we do. <laughs> but I think, and then I think, oh, I should text my mom today and say I love you because it was that bad. Thank you. I probably deserve this. <laughs> but uh, the, to keep, you know, our joy, to keep our love, and always point our kids towards Jesus. And it's good for them to see us stop and pray before sometimes we react in that flesh, mm -hmm. although it happens. Um, number two, keeping joy. I keep joy by keeping the fruit of the Spirit in manifestation. Instead of the acts of the flesh, what I think and do and say matters. The fruit is my evidence. So I keep my joy by keeping the fruit of the Spirit in manifestation instead of our acts of flesh. So how can we do that? You know, um, so, like Jessica said, sometimes we have to figure out what we're tuning into, and we need to tune out of that. If we're discouraged, okay, what's causing us to be discouraged? And, and gonna, right now you may be thinking, my family. <laughs> well, <laughs> don't tune them out. But remember, if we get depleted, we will get discouraged. So as you're filling up everybody else's love cup, you know, for me, that's my coffee cup, or I got my mom a gigantic Christmas mug that's literally like this big and this big around, mm -hmm. and she loves that. I know she's filling it up with caffeine every day. <laughs> but, you know, you have to also give in to yourself, whether that's, you know, a warm bath at the end of a long day, or for me, I hide um, chocolate in, like, the cookie jar, um, you know, and Emma realizes that now, so she's always like, I really just need a Kit Kat. <laughs> she just <laughs> at me, and I think, okay. <laughs> if she hasn't argued with me, I'm like, okay. But, um, you know, or just to, but to speak life into yourself, and so to plug into friends, family, women that speak life into you, things that also bring you joy right. and feed joy into yourself will help us not act out in the flesh, but act out in joy. And sometimes that can even be some time to yourself, which is good, even though that thought ter terrified Derek, that I would pick a day <laughs> and be like, goodbye, have fun. <laughs> but you, that you also have time to uh, so into yourselves to rest, to rejuvenate, which is not easy going into uh, holidays, Christmas break, and everything. But to keep that that I that 
I guess that mindfulness, that awareness of, okay, mom's starting to get cranky. What do I need to do for myself today? And that's not easy when we go through trials. And, you know, there was a time period, a very dark time for me. Um, I had several miscarriages in a row, and I lost my joy. I'll be honest about that. I lost my joy. I felt like I was empty of joy. And I don't know if any woman here tonight is feeling like, whatever your circumstances, is that I'm empty of joy. I have no joy left, or I'm barely hanging on to my joy. I want to encourage you that to have that, that attitude of gratitude that Pastor talks about, where we do look at the things that we do have. And for me, at that time period, it was, it was, it was Emma, it was, as, you know, as, as wonderful as she is, to remind myself, yes, you know, to be grateful for what I do have and to thank God every day. To start off with a, that attitude of gratitude is a way also to keep that, that joyfulness that we need, how we keep our joy, to wake up and say, you know, I thank God for my husband that I have. I thank God for the children that I have. And I thank God for how I can bless them today and to bless the people around me, to sow joy into the lives of others will help bring me joy that I need in my life. And that's really true because whatever I give away, I'll have more of. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's just a scriptural principle of sowing and reaping. And so if I need joy, then I need to look for an opportunity in my mm -hmm. day to give somebody a reason to, to be happy, to be joyous. Even if it's, you know, you have to wear a mask and you're in the grocery store and people, you know, some people, I don't know if it's the mask wearing or what it is, but they can get real cranky with you for no reason. And, and just, to, just to respond joyfully and happily and, and, and as, uh, you know, share words of appreciation. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for doing that. You know, oh, you bagged up my groceries. So great. And they're looking at you like, really? Okay, lady. Lady's been breathing in her Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but joy is something we can choose, mm -hmm. and it's something that we can keep. And it's by being full of the Word of God. You know, Jessica read our passage from Galatians, and it tells us what the fruit of the Spirit is. So in other words, the results of the Spirit of God in our lives is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And so one of the characteristics of God's Spirit is joy. So He is joy. So if I'm full of Him, then I'm going to have his joy in my heart and in my life. But it's like anything else. I've got to uh, exercise it. I've got to uh, allow it to be a part of my daily life. I've got to choose to respond to situations and people with joy, with the joy of the Lord. That's my strength. That's another passage of scripture that tells us that our strength is going to be found in the joy of the Lord. So keeping, choosing the joy of the Lord, keeping the joy of the Lord alive by giving joy away to others, by, by choosing to be full of the word and do what the word says to do rather than, you know, the flesh. Um, probably every woman in this room has 
uh, at least one person in their lives. Hopefully it's not your spouse or, or, your, or your children, but you know, maybe it could be an extended family member. Maybe it's a cranky coworker. Maybe it's uh, a challenge of some kind in a person that you have to have contact with at least so many times a year. And so you just, you know, <laughs> I found myself uh, not that long ago thinking, you know, when the phone rings, this like this feeling of dread would wash over me thinking, oh, I hope it's not that. I hope it's not about this person. I hope it's not that. And then I realized that, you know, dread is based in fear. And, um, you know, not knowing how I'm going to deal with something or someone. And so I just decided I'm just going to be full of the joy of the Lord and, and ha have his spirit at work in me. And even if I don't know what it's about or what they're going to say or what's going to be required of me, the Holy Spirit knows and he'll help me and he'll, he'll, he'll speak to the situation through me. And so we choose the joy of the Lord. We keep the joy of the Lord, and then we give joy away. So I can be a joy giver. But to have something to give away, I have to fill myself up with it first. Mm -hmm. And so that's where being in his presence and those beautiful worship songs we sang tonight, just allowing his presence to be uh, in our daily lives through praise and worship, at home, in our cars, um, praying, being in his word every day, read some passage of God's word every day, even if it's just a psalm or a proverb, just encourage ourselves. We need uh, that real meat of God's word to encourage us. So we have something to give away because we don't know in the course of a day who we might have an opportunity to pray for or pray with or need to incur be encouraged and so God will give us the words that we need. And, you know, one of the things I love about uh, being full of the Spirit of God and who he is, his characteristics, love, joy, peace, so forth and so on, is it is like a beauty treatment from the inside out. You know, a joyous person, they're ageless. Say, you're right, Pastor Sue. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> a joyous person is ageless. I mean, they, they just radiate. They have that radiance about them. And it's not because they had, you know, the $250 facial scrub at the, at the spa. <laughs> but it's, it's the joy of the Lord. And we can radiate his joy from the inside out. And so that joy of the Lord, it keeps us young. It keeps us beautiful. I choose to be full of the joy of the Lord and to be a joy giver. Psalm chapter 5, verses 11 and 12 says, But let all who take refuge in you, Lord, be glad. What are we to be? Glad. Joy. Full of joy. He says, Let them ever sing for joy. Spread your protection over them, that those who love your name may rejoice in you. For surely, O Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield. So we choose joy when we make the joy, the Lord our refuge. We choose joy when we allow him to be our refuge and our guard. When we pray, when we turn things over to God, and that's a big part of it. Right. You know, all of us in all of our lives are going to have people that just irk the fire out of us. <laughs> you know, just, you know, they just know what to say or, or the way to say it, that it's just, you know, it'll just stick in your craw 
That's a good old fashioned term, or it'll just, you know, get your goat. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, when we turn things over to God, you know, th it, these kinds of people that have that, like, innate ability um, to get your goat, these people, they had those get your goat issues before they ever met you. Oh, yeah. They had them before you, you know, probably before you were born. Mm -hmm. And so it has nothing to do with you. No. And we have to learn to say to ourselves in the midst of those moments, this has nothing to do with me. So I'm not going to let them or, get Or will you always tell me when I call, I, this probably, well, I won't go into details, but I'll call her and be like, you won't believe what this person said to me. She'll go, they weren't raised right, honey. They just weren't <laughs> raised right. Their mama did not raise them right. <laughs> well, that too. Yeah. So... <laughs> But even if they weren't raised right, see, we're full of him, the joy of the Lord, the presence of God. And so maybe, maybe we didn't always have in our growing up years the best example set for us, but he sets an example for us through his word. He tells us who we are in him. He tells us how we're to think. He tells us how we're to speak to others. And you know, when we do that, when we walk in the joy of the Lord and we just speak words of joy, no matter what, we walk away victorious. You know, somebody else may be wanting to carry their griefs and burdens and try and share them with you or others, but, but we walk away victorious all the time when we maintain the joy of the Lord. He blesses the righteous and he surrounds us with his favor is with a shield. So we choose joy. We're to sing for joy. We're to rejoice in the Lord. You know, he protects us. And because we love his name, we're surrounded with his favor as with a shield. So we choose joy. Say, I choose joy. And, you know, I want to just talk for just a couple moments on this thing of not yielding to uh, the uh, acts of the flesh but also um, attitudes of the flesh. Because, you know, just like uh, joy is infectious, you know, if, I, if we're joyous and, you know, we're here tonight as a group to celebrate Christmas and to celebrate uh, a night of freedom from uh, duties while we're here together, uh, just like we have that opportunity to do that tonight, and we share joy with one another and the joy of the Lord, you know, other things can be shared too that, that wouldn't be positive. You know, um, anger can be shared. You know, and, and a, a spirit of anger, you know, a person that just always is angry or yields to anger all the time, you know, that's, that's something that, not, that an angry person doesn't just have themselves, but they can, and they're inflicting it on others, you know, if others yield to that, then they can become full of anger, or maybe uh, jealousy, or, or bitterness, unforgiveness, or what about depression? You know, uh, this has been, of course, a challenging year for all, for all of America, but uh, a lot of countries, uh, most of the countries around the world, and, um, you know, there's been a lot said about depression, but see, depression uh, can be more than just an instance based on a circumstance. Depression can become 
a, a spirit or an attitude that somebody allows to be, you know, take resonant in them and uh, become a part of their daily lives. So part of being full of the spirit of God and filled with the spirit of God and then having the characteristics of the spirit of God, it keeps bad stuff out. Yeah. You know, there's just no room in me to yield to those other things. Right. And even those other things may come and tempt me through circumstances or situations. If I'm full of the spirit of God and I'm full of his love and his joy and his peace, those other things really don't have room to come and take up resident in my heart and even in my soul and mm -hmm. my thinking. So it's important that we understand that, you know, so if somebody else, you know, they just have their, you know, it's like they have their issue. And it's, you know, you've known this person, whatever, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, and it's still their issue. Well, you know, that's just, that's just a bondage in their life. It's a hindrance in their life, but that has nothing to do with you. It, has, it had nothing to do with you before you ever knew them. And so uh, we have to understand this, and we don't need to yield to things. And um, we, we guard our hearts, as the word declares. We guard our hearts. And because out of it comes the wellspring of life. So we guard our hearts. But a big part of how we guard our hearts is to stay full of the word of God mm -hmm. and stay full of the presence of God and our praise and our worship time. And so uh, we choose joy. We choose joy over other things. We choose joy over depression. We choose joy over anger or bitterness or unforgiveness. We choose joy. And uh, it, it just is liberating. It sets us free, and it's a blessing then to our families. Right. No, no husband wants to come home to a cranky wife. No. You know, he might have to come home on occasion to a tired wife, but it shouldn't be a cranky wife. And not every day. And not every day. Because that's just a downer. That is a downer. That is a downer. <laughs> and so, or your children. Right. You know, they shouldn't have to face uh, mean mommy. Right. Uh, so it's important. And even if you live alone, you don't want to look in the mirror and think, who is that mean-looking woman <laughs> staring back at me? You know, or that angry woman or that unhappy woman. Right. And so the joy of the Lord is our strength. I, I laugh because my mom is uh, 88 years old, and I told her, I told her not to make Christmas cookies and send them this year. I said, don't do it. I said, you've done enough. You've been cooking and baking for over 60 years, I said, forget about it. Make people bring you things. I said, don't, don't do it. And so this was so hilarious because a week or two later, I called her. And I try and call her, you know, at least every other day. And I said, hey, mom, what you doing? She got, and there was this long pause and silence. She goes, I really don't want to tell you. And I'm like, okay. And so I waited in that moment. I said, what are you doing? And she goes, well, she said, now don't, don't get, don't say anything. Don't get upset. She said, I'm making cookies. <laughs> and I said, well, I said, I told you not to. And this, this is what she literally said to me. She said, well, I prayed about it. And God, she said, God told me to do it. <laughs> so when I told my family, my husband said, well, that's the God I pray to. <laughs> So I was like, okay, mom. But she cracks me up because it's like it, that gives her joy. Yes. And so she doesn't care, you know, that maybe she's 88 and she can't, like, really see the fine print and all these old recipes anymore. So she says, I think in that one cookie, 
uh, the, that one batch of cookies was double butter, but they spread apart, but they, they, they're extra chewy. I think that's good, don't you? And I said, like, yeah, I think that's good, too. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, we can have joy in every circumstance and situation. She gets these shots in her eyes. She's losing her eyesight. Her right eye was still pretty good. Now it's not so good. So my uh, one of my brother-in-laws had to go over to the house and he had to uh, set the oven for because she couldn't read the dial, the numbers on the dial anymore. And I thought, oh my gosh, you know, for, for most of us, I thought to myself, that, that would make me, that would depress me. That would make me sad. And then, but she's so happy. She just has the joy of the Lord, you know? She just prays every day, morning and night. And she starts her day with prayer uh, with the Lord on her knees in her, in her little dining room. And she ends her day in prayer in that same place every night. And she just has the joy of the Lord and she's not worried about anything. And so if we just keep our focus, I think, on God and his word and who he is in our lives and what he does in us and through us and what he's doing for us, then we can choose to stay full of the joy of the Lord and to keep the joy of the Lord and to be a joy giver every day. You know, when we make someone else, we give someone else a reason to rejoice, make someone else happy, we feel better. We feel better about ourselves. We feel better about our situation or what we're doing. So if, if this is not the perfect year to choose joy, and we don't know what the days ahead will hold, but we can say, I'm going to be a person who's full of joy as I end 2020, and I'm going to be a person full of joy as I go into the next you know, year ahead, 2021. I'm going to be full of the joy of the Lord. So let's say that together. Say, I choose joy. I choose joy. In 2020. In 2020. And I choose to walk in joy. In 2021. You know, God's so good. He's been so good to us, and he's protected us. He's provided for us. He's prospered us in 2020. I just know 2021 is going to be better than ever. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make uh, what's happened in 2020 pale by comparison. We've experienced miracles and miraculous answers to prayer. And so let's just believe God for more miracles and miraculous answers to prayer in 2021. And then also that we're going to just have more opportunities to share the joy of the Lord with people. We're going to share opportunity, share the joy of the Lord in every opportunity that comes across our path. No matter what the situation is, we can lift someone else's heart and attitude and help them, you know, see that there is a Lord, a God in heaven, and he loves them and he can fill them with joy too. Amen. Amen. Let's all pray as we conclude this evening. Father, we just thank you in the name of Jesus for your word. We thank you for it's a good word that one of your characteristics, Holy Spirit, is joy. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. And it can be a part of our daily lives. I pray for all of these women here tonight. I pray for all of those who are watching online, Father, that you would bless them. Fill us afresh and anew, Holy Spirit. Give us a baptism of joy, the joy of the Lord that's our strength. And just to give us uh, just that rejoicing in our hearts and in our mouths and just reason to sing, shout, and dance before you. We love you. We thank you. I pray that you'd bless every lady 
every woman here tonight, every girl, and as they go about their business, as they conclude 2020 in their homes and their families and in their businesses and in their labors and their work, that you would bless them abundantly. You'd give them miraculous answers to prayer even before the end of this year. And I thank you for blessing us all afresh and anew, Holy Spirit, with your joy. And as heads are bowed this evening, if there are those here and you would say, Pastor Sue, I'd like to be full of the joy of the Lord, but frankly, I don't even know that I know him as my Lord and Savior. So as heads are bowed this evening, if you're here and you'd say, Pastor Sue, pray for me, just where I'm seated tonight, that I would receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Just raise your hand, and I'm looking around the room, and if you want me to pray a prayer of salvation or recommitment uh, as we're here concluding the service this evening, I'm going to do it. So anyone here, you want to pray a prayer, recommitting or committing your life to the Lord tonight? Well, Father, I just thank you for all of these women. And for those of you watching uh, online, I pray for you. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can pray the prayer right now, at right where you are, and say this after me. Let's all pray together. Father, in Jesus' name, I give you my life. And time's gone by. I've done my own thing, and I've lived for self. But tonight, right now, I repent of those sins, and I ask you to forgive me and cleanse me from all sin. And I thank you that your word says that you do it. I commit myself to pray, to read your word, to go to church, to hear your word. And I thank you that as I do those things, you'll make me strong. I'll be strong in the Lord and the power of your might. And I'll be filled with joy all the days of my life in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer and you uh, email us or write us at Faith Christian Center Arlington, we'd love to send you pastor's book, God's Very Own Child. We'd like to hear from you and hear what the Lord's doing in your life. God is so good, isn't he? He's good all the time. And aren't you glad more than ever in your whole life that this year you, you knew you know the Lord. You, you know that you know the Lord. And he's with you. He's with you all through your walk of every, every day. He's with you at work. He's with you at home. He's giving you his peace and his patience. He's giving you his love and his kindness. And he's helping you. Uh, I love that a word that was used in the passage in Galatians, Jessica read tonight, forbearance. We don't usually use that word but to forbear with one another. Um, you know, really to me that means put up with each other. Sometimes we just have to put up with each other. Mother and daughter, mother and daughter-in-law. I mean, we have to put up with each other. Uh, we forbear, we, we just decide to get along, to, to help each other, to uh, give each other reason to rejoice. And so God's good. He helps us do that. And he does it with the blessing that comes only from knowing him and doing what his word has to say. Well, God is with us and he's strengthening us 
and that joy of the Lord is our strength. And so we choose joy. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this life-changing message. To partner with us and to help us reach more people with the good news of the gospel, visit our website at faithchristiancenter.com. Your financial support is enabling us to reach more people than ever before. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, pray this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you prayed that simple prayer, you are born again and today is a new beginning. We would like to send you a copy of Dr. Jean Lingerfeld's book, God's Very Own Child. To receive your free copy, call the church office at 817-561-3400 or send an email to info at faithchristiancenter.com. Remember to put God first in every area of your life because he loves you and has a wonderful plan for you. And don't forget, we walk by faith, not by sight.